Welcome back to Focus, everybody. And as I've started off every segment, sitting in the Hall of Fame chair of Paul W. Smith is a thrill. Our next guest is one special person. And uh, we have with us the Speaker of the House of our Michigan House, Joe Tate. And Joe, I, I, I met, had a chance to spend a good amount of time with you recently. You are one of the most caring people for our state and the people of, of our state that I have ever met. And welcome to Focus, Joe. Well, thank you so much, Tony. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to have a conversation with you. And thank you for the kind words. Well, I'll tell you, you know, so often people say, you know, they go in and they vote and, you know, they say, okay, I really don't know who this person is and I don't know who this person is. If you don't mind, I'm going to share some of the things about who Joe Tate is, okay? Joe Tate earned a scholarship in football to go to Michigan State, played for the Spartans, go Spartans, uh, went on to the NFL. He then decided he was going to enlist and he entered the Marines. And Joe, you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. He went to Afghanistan. He did quite quite a service to our country. He came out. He uh, went then to the University of Michigan to get his um, MBA in environmental policy and planning. Um, and then he ran for the 10th district uh, in our legislature, which I must tell you includes where I was raised, Joe, in the Cabbage Patch of Gross Point on Beaconsfield in Gross Point Park. The greatest upbringing ever, ever, ever. And um, now here he is in our third term, and now here he is as the Speaker of the House of the Michigan Legislature. And uh, you are so committed and such a great person. So welcome, and we're going to cover a couple issues, but I wanted people to know really who you are and what you mean to our state. Well, thank you for that. And, and you know, for me, it was just, uh, you know, the reason that I'm here is, is, is not because of what I've done. It's because the people that helped me. Right. So my dad was a firefighter on the east side of Detroit. My mom was a public school teacher on the east side. And, you know, they were really focused on community and and focused on, on helping others. And that's what was taught of me, you know, by, you know, my father's memory and by my mom. Uh, training and praying for me. So. Sure, sure, uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Now, now, now. But I, I'll tell you, I, for starters, I'd love to talk about jobs and job growth and the things that are happening, uh, you know, in the legislature, you know, and with the governor and so on. Could you touch on some of the initiatives right now and where you see this going? Because it's so important to our state. It is so important. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll touch on three things. Uh, the first is around, um, you know, the budget. I think for us, um, a reflection of our values is what we invest in as a state, what we use taxpayer dollars to invest in. And one of those areas is the school aid budget. So this past year, you know, we, we passed into law one of the the, the um, largest K-12 investments that, that we've seen. Uh, in in recent history, so per pupil funding is is going up significantly. We have uh, free breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. for all school children, uh, and also uh, a significant, almost a billion dollars invested in uh, student at risk students or the at risk formula. So that's the first thing. The second thing is around you know the Michigan Reconnect program, which I know the governor signed into law just. Uh, um, being able to expand that out 
uh, for so more people can take advantage of it. So that's so that's you know free higher education and um, or certifications uh, after after uh, high school. Uh, so being able to pull people in for those that may not have finished uh, to to receive certifications to to be involved in in a great in a great career and. Then the third thing is the economic development investments. Uh, what we've been able to do with bringing private dollars into the state of Michigan by whether you know it's ex it's expanding um, manufacturing that we have here or trying to be you know more innovative with some of the battery technology uh, that we're seeing. So our next energy energy in Van Buren Township in Wayne County is a great example of that, making those investments to spur growth and move our state forward. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it's obvious and uh, it's so great to read about these things. And just this morning, I stumbled onto something and I wonder if you could touch on this. Um, I read about MyLeap, M-I-L-E-A-P, which the governor is signing, which um, is a component of the governor's 60 by 30 initiative. So what is it, 60% by 2030, of people in our state of, of education age would have a degree. Could you touch on that? I, I found that to be so interesting and so great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the governor's been leading on in this space for, you know, going into her second term. And, you know, that focus of effort around ensuring that people have the skills that, that are needed. And that's, you know, the 60 by 30 program you know, has been something that she's been fostering and, and leading. And we in the legislature have been partnering with her on that. Um, and then also you said, you know, the, uh, the Miley Department, really just trying to find ways, you know, know, with the governor looking at how do you continue to, to streamline those processes, you know, from everything from child care all the way through, um, you know, past, um, high school and making sure that you know, people receive either um, a degree or some type of certification and really making it easier for, for them to do that. Because we know that, you know, our society has changed from, you know, say 50 years ago, 30 years ago, heck, even 15 years ago about, you know, where people go and what jobs that they have and how do they get to those, those good paying careers. So, in government, we have to keep up. Uh, so, you know, I'm continuing to be a ready and willing partner with the governor as she continues to lead to figure out, you know, how we can continue to do a better job for the people in Michigan to make sure that they have careers. Oh, that is um, so good. Stay in the state. So good. Well, tell us about 2024, if you could. You know, if you set out, you know, and I know some of the things you've already discussed, of course, are goals and initiatives for 24. But there is such a broad world in what you do. Are there other major goals and initiatives that you'd like to share that I think people would like to know about? Yeah, absolutely. I know this fall, as we go into this fall, there's uh, several initiatives that you know my colleagues and uh, Michigan House Democrats and, and, and the Michigan House want to be able to focus on. One is around health and well-being, so making sure that you know, we're identifying spaces where we can lower prescription drug costs uh, and, and lower those barriers to, to receiving health care. The second is around energy and environment. 
So ensuring, um, you know, we are taking care of the climate and we have a climate package to expand our clean energy standard for the state, mm-hmm. uh, bring more renewables online across the state of Michigan. Uh, we know that that's important. Uh, and the third, which we just talked about, is around jobs and economy. So how are we making sure that, you know, people can take care of themselves? We have an initiative here uh, specifically for the city of Detroit. I know we're taking up in the house around uh, a land value tax proposal. So working through those issues there, um, but really centering around, you know, health, energy and environment and uh, jobs and economy uh, for us, not only this fall, but as you mentioned, into 2024. Oh, that is great. You know, our people are so important. And I know that the group that the governor put together with John Ricolton getting luring people to our state and so on. All of this makes a difference, every single bit of it. Joe, I, I cannot thank you for coming on, Speaker Joe Tate. And I have to end it the way I've ended them all. Joe, today is the 4th of October, so I have to say 10-4, good buddy. And keep doing everything you're doing and making a difference in our wonderful state. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Tony. Take care. Okay. Thank you, everyone, and uh, you're listening to Focus on WJR. We'll be back with Sandy Pierce.